Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about the Anzac Games for your Anzac round on Tuesday. Uh, beautiful Anzac day this morning. Obviously got up for the dawn service. Realistically, you know, dreading, you know, getting up that early. Got up at about four o'clock this morning. Um, yeah, really dreading getting up then, but I actually felt okay getting up then. It wasn't actually as bad as I thought it was going to be. And it was an awesome service down at Coogee Beach as well. So credit to them for an awesome little service there. Uh, the first game is the Roosters v the Dragons, obviously the main one that always happens uh, on Anzac Day. Some of the main points to take from this game, obviously Jaden Sewer is out for suspension um, for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Nat Butcher is out for suspension as well. Sam Walker obviously played reserve grade New South Wales Cup. Played okay. The Roosters, I think, just got the win over the Newtown Jets. Uh, but I think Sam Walker played okay. I think he was playing fullback as well, just quietly. Uh, but he played all right there. Uh, Angus Crichton comes into the team as well for the Roosters. Obviously, he's been out for a while with some issues, some personal issues, but he's back in the team as well. Satili Tupanua is on the bench for the Roosters as well. He comes back for the Roosters. Paul Momorowski uh, taking Joseph Manu's spot at centre as well, at right centre. Uh, Joseph Manu has gone to 5-8, obviously, since Sam Walker's out. Luke Keary is at halfback. But let's read the full lineups before we make any rash decisions. For the Roosters, we have James Tedesco at fullback, Daniel Tupo and Jackson Paulo on the wings, Joseph Suwali'i and Paul Momorowski in the centres, uh, Joseph Manu and Luke Keary in the halves, Jared Maria Hargreaves and Lindsay Collins in the front row, Brandon Smith at nine, Egan Butcher and Angus Crichton in the back row, Victor Radley at 13, Drew Hutchison, Satili Tupanua, Matt Lodge and the Fa'u White comes in as well. Terrell May has been ruled out for this game. Interesting to note as well, Nathan Brown, he is in the reserves list, could be injected into this team, uh, probably for Nafau White, but it could be a late change there that you guys might need to keep an eye on. As for the Dragons, obviously we said that uh, Jaden Sewell was out with suspension. Ben murdoch Masilla comes into the team to take your spot there on that left back row spot. The full lineup is Tyrell Sloan at fullback, Tiao Moga and Matthew Fagai on the wings, Moses Suli and Zach Lomax in the centres, Talatio Amon and Ben Ben Hunt in the halves, Zane Musgrove and Blake Laurie in the front row uh, with Moses Embai at hooker. Ben Murdoch-Masilla and Jack Bird in the back row with Jack DeBellin at 13. Then we've got Jacob Little, Michael Molo, Toby Couchman and Josh Kerr there on the bench for the Dragons. Now, look, in terms of main points here for the Roosters, I mean, Paul Momorowski didn't obviously have the best stint before he was, you know, put into reserve grade. Suwali went into the centres and Jackson Paulo started the year on the wing, obviously taking Momorowski's spot, but he comes back into the side now. We'll see how he goes in this game against the uh, the Dragons, sorry, uh, but he's a main in for them in that right center position. Could be a little bit of a Bit of a weak side for the Sydney Roosters on that right side. Moses Suli, he's up against as well, which is going to be a tough matchup for Paul Momorowski. Definitely one to watch there as well. I think the right side of the Dragons is actually the most dangerous. 
Zach Lomax, obviously, here on that right side with Jack Bird uh, next to him in the back row. I thought it was going to be the other way around, and Jack Bird was going to be on the left with Moses Suli, uh, but he's on the right there with Zach Lomax, and that's going to be a pretty dangerous edge with him and Tiao Tiao Moga, who obviously scored a try last week as well, I believe, for the Dragons. Obviously, over the past few weeks as well, we've seen Jacob Little start the game at nine for the Dragons, so you could see him there again. Maybe there might be a late swap there where Moses Zembai goes to the 14 jersey. I think that's where he's better suited because he can just come on uh, anywhere onto the field, and especially if there's an injury. Um, you know, he can move anywhere on the field, so I'd rather him at 14 than at 9, just quietly. Uh, ben Murdoch Masilla, look, he's gone okay in the back row there. That left side, as I said, is going to be, you know, a bit of a strike force for the Dragons. The right side's the more dangerous side for me, but the left side going up against Paul Momorowski and Jackson Bolo, I think that could be a very dangerous Dangerous side there with Matthew Fagai, Moses Suli, um, and Ben Murdoch Masilla. Definitely one to watch, but the right side just as dangerous with Jack Bird and Zach Lomax there. Uh, I've got Lomax scoring a try as an anytime try scorer for the Dragons. The last time they versed as well, Zach Lomax did score a try. The Roosters did pump them 54 to 26, but Zach Lomax did score a try in that game, so I'm looking for him to score again. Uh, not much of an omen there as he's only scored in the last game, but you know, a bit of a smoky there. I love a bit of a Smokey. I love a bit of a value bet there for Zach Lomax as an anytime try scorer for the Dragons, and he's probably the only one I'm going to take uh, for the Dragons as well. Uh, I th- as I said, I think that left side, uh, that right side, sorry, is going to be very dangerous for the Dragons with him and Tiao Tiao Moga on that side, partnered with Jack Bird, who's pretty much like a second 5'8 there on the edge. Um, you've got Jack DeBellin as well through the middle as well. He's like a ball playing lock forward when he wants to be and very tough through the middle as well. So you're keen to see how that goes. I think it's a going to be a big game for Ben Hunt. It has to be a big game for Ben Hunt. Him and Tyrell Sloan combining is going to be quite dangerous for the Dragons as well, so definitely one to watch there. Look, as for the Sydney Roosters, they've got a lot more strike weapons in their team. Suali'i, um, you know, going up against Zach Lomax, I think is just going to be equally as dangerous. I love that centre battle there. I think Suali'i, I think he owes people a try. I think he's going to go over today uh, on Anzac Day. I love Suali'i as a little smoky as well going into this game as well. On the other side of the park, Jackson Paolo. I love the value for him going over in this game. He scored in the past few games as well. I think you can grab a try in this one. You know, running up against a guy like Matthew Fagai. I love Jackson Paolo and Joseph Suali'i uh, for the Sydney Roosters. I'm also going to go for a bit of a smoky here and say that Angus Crichton in his first game back scores a try for the Roosters as well. I love the value there uh, in Angus Crichton. I think that he gets over for the Sydney Roosters as well. So, you know, making a little bit of a bet smoothie here uh, for this game, for Anzac Day, and why wouldn't you? Um, I love this. I love the value in this game as well. Love the value in some of the try scorers for this one. Now, it might have gone down since I last looked, but if you're looking for a bit of a value bet as well, uh, Joseph Manu at six is paying $3.50 as well, I believe. It could have gone down, might have gone up, uh, but he's paying $3.50 to score, so definitely one uh, you know, to watch there. Uh, but just a reminder, you win some, you lose more. Uh, you know, For free and confidential support, make sure you call the Gamble Hotline at 1-800-858-858 for some support there. Now, in terms of who I think is going to win this game, for me, I've got the Roosters. I've got the Roosters winning this one in a very tight but high-scoring game. I think it's going to be high-scoring this one. I just have a feeling on a Tuesday... 
4.05 during the day. I feel like it's going to be a high-scoring game, but regardless, I think it's going to be close. A few tries scored, but it's going to be close. I've got a 1-12 to margin, and I'm going to go for the Sydney Roosters here. I think they get the job done over the Dragons. Again, the anytime try scorers that I've picked for this one are Suali'i, Jackson Bolo, Zach Lomax as a value bet, and then Angus Crichton in his first game back in the NRL. Obviously played reserve grade last week and played a full 80 minutes, so I'm looking for him to have a big game in this one and potentially play the full 80 minutes in this game as well. Uh, but very keen to see how the Roosters go, how Angus Crichton goes in his first game back for the Roosters as well. It's going to be a very, very exciting game. As for the next one, the Storm v. the Warriors. I'm very keen for this one as well because there's a little bit of value behind the Warriors. And obviously last time they come up against the Melbourne Storm and when they've come up against the Melbourne Storm in the past, they haven't seemed to go too well. But, you know, they have been going well over the past few weeks. They're on a little bit of a winning streak. They're in the top eight at the moment. They've got Murata Niakure back in this team as well, which I am super, super excited about. I think he's going to be a massive asset for this team. He's starting in the back row as well on the right side. That right side had has Edward Cozzi and Adam Pompey there. Love that. Love that for the Warriors. As for the Melbourne Storm, though, they've got Nick Meany back in this team as well. Nelson, Asofa Solomona, and Aaron Penne come into the team. Tepai Maroa, I believe, uh, is in the reserves. And then they've also got Tyron Wishart back on the bench as well for Melbourne as a four-day utility in the number 20 jersey. So it's going to be very um, interesting to see how he's used in this game. But let's go through the lineups before we make any rash decisions. Nick Meany for the Melbourne Storm is at fullback Will. Warbrick uh, and Xavier Coates are on the wings. Remus Smith and Justin Olam are in the centers. Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes in the halves. Nelson, Asofa Solomona and Christian Walsh in the front row. Harry Grant at nine. Trent Lorio and Alicia Katoa in the back row with Josh King at 13. Bronson Garlic, Tarek Sims, Aaron Penne and Tyron Wishart on the bench for Melbourne. For the Warriors, we have chance to go clock start at fullback. Dallin Watani, Zalesniak uh, and Edward Cozzi on the wings. Marcelo Montoya and Adam Pompey in the centres. Dylan Walker, Sean Johnson in the halves. Adam Fenua Blake. And Jazz Tavega in the front row there. Freddie Lussick at nine. Uh, Jackson Ford, Murata Niakore in the back row. Tohu Harris at 13. Uh, and then we've got Bally Sirinan, Josh Curran, Bunty Afoa, and Tom Alley on the bench there for the Warriors now. Now, we all know that Big Les is a bit of a pussy and likes to keep it simple when he puts his bets in. And obviously, in the last one, we had a try scoring smoothie. So we've got to go back to old methods here. We've got to go simple. We've got to go very, very, very simple simple here uh, in this game, the Storm v. the New Zealand Warriors. Um, look, now, I love the value behind Alicia Katoa as any time try scorer against the Warriors, obviously versing his old club, has put in a bunch of work for them over the past few week, the, weeks, sorry, the Melbourne Storm. I love the value behind him as an anytime try scorer, but as I said, we're keep, going to keep it simple. We're going to keep it simple here on this one. Now, who likes scoring tries for Melbourne? Who likes scoring tries for Melbourne? I'll tell you who likes scoring tries for the Melbourne Storm. Cameron Munster. Cameron Munster loves scoring tries for the Melbourne Storm. I love the value there. Who loves scoring tries for the New Zealand Warriors? Hasn't of late, but loves scoring tries for the New Zealand Warriors. I'll tell you who likes scoring tries for the New Zealand Warriors. Dallin Wateni's Lesniak loves scoring tries for the New Zealand Warriors. 
Dallin Watani Zalesniak and Cameron Munster. Storm head-to-head for me is the bet I'm going there because obviously, as I said, I'm a pussy when it comes to putting tips in. I'm currently on the right track to going from eight from eight. I don't want to tip the Warriors and then be wrong. I'm loving uh, the ride that I'm on at the moment this week, being nearly eight from eight. Loving that at the moment. Don't want to ruin it. Going to tip the Storm. Going to tip the Storm head-to-head in this one. I'm not tipping a margin because I think it could be still close. The Warriors could even grab a win here, and it would be, I think, the first win in a long time versing the Melbourne Storm. In 49 games played between the two teams, the Storm have won 31 of those. The Warriors have won 16 of them. Now, obviously, in the last two games, the Melbourne Storm beat the Warriors 24-12 in the last one. The one before that was obviously the big one, obviously, uh, in this game, which is scheduled for for today, this time last year. uh, It was 70-10. So in the last two games, the Melbourne Storm have won, but in the one, you know, closest to us. This margin has been quite uh, much smaller than obviously the 70 to 10 margin. Um, you know, looking at the current form in this current season, wins this season, the Melbourne Storm are 57%, four from seven, and the Warriors are five from seven at the moment at 71%. So quite even there, but the Warriors just have the leg up uh, over the New Zealand Warriors. Um, in terms of points scored this season, the Warriors have scored 50, 100, 152 points compared to the Melbourne Storm 140. Points conceded. The, the the Warriors have conceded more points. Obviously, the Warriors, uh, the Storm, sorry, have conceded less. The Warriors have conceded more. The Storm have conceded 124 points uh, compared to the Warriors 136. Completion rates this year. The the Warriors have an average of 81% completion rates compared to the Storm 79%. In terms of tackle efficiency, the Warriors have a higher tackle efficiency, 89.7% on average across all 17 players compared to the Melbourne Storm 87%. Uh, average points scored per game, the Warriors have a higher average of 21 compared to the Melbourne Storm 20. Average points conceded per game, 19 for the Warriors compared to the Melbourne Storm 17. In terms of those stats, the stats are quite even. The only one that gives a massive leg up to the Melbourne Storm here is obviously wins at this venue being 74% for Melbourne, being 110 of 149 compared to the Warriors 3 from 12 at 25%. Wins overall, uh, the Obviously, the Melbourne Storm have 64%, 439 out of 685 games compared to the Warriors, 276 out of 648 games. So obviously, as I said, the Melbourne Storm have an obvious advantage in the wins at this venue department and wins overall department as well. So I'm taking the Melbourne Storm. I'm taking the Melbourne Storm head-to-head in this one. In terms of, you know, the main factors for both teams, we'll start with the New Zealand Warriors. Obviously, the main scoring machine is going to be, you know, uh, Dallin Watoni, Zalesniak, Marcelo Montoya, Adam Pompey, Edward Cozzi. I see value in all of those guys. They love scoring on their edges, the New Zealand Warriors. So definitely one to have a look at there. Chance to go clock start in his defense has been fantastic over the past few weeks. Looking for him to continue that as well at the back there for the Warriors. I think that's going to be clinical in the dire moments of this game. 
Dylan Walker's been in some decent form, not only in attack, but in defense as well. Sean Johnson in attack uh, has been silky, and, you know, we're getting glimpses of, you know, t- the early 2000s Sean Johnson, which is what I love. I love that, you know, 2010, 11, 12, 13 sort of Sean Johnson, which was prime Sean Johnson there. Sean Johnson primed. I love Sean Johnson primed. And Sean Johnson primed looks really good in this game at the moment against the Melbourne Storm. You know, as I said, there are some factors that lean towards the New Zealand Warriors. And one of those is form this season. Obviously, the Warriors, for me, have been in way better form than the Melbourne Storm have. Uh, and particularly because of some of their main guys, like Adam Fanua Blake, Sean Johnson, Dylan Walker, uh, you know, a chance to go clock start in defense, Jackson Ford and Maradani Kore, you know, Torhu Harris as well. He has put in 100% for this club over the past few weeks and sustained injuries and played through those injuries as well, Torhu Harris. So what an absolute gun there for them uh, in the lock forward jersey. You know, Curran coming off the bench, I think he's going to be massive. His defense has been great as well and a hard runner in attack as well over the past few weeks. They've got a really strong bench here in Bailey Sirenen, who's probably going to come off the bench and play hooker. Josh Curran, Bunty Afoa, and Tom Alley. So a very strong bench there for the Warriors, a very forward dominant bench. When you look at uh, the Melbourne Storm bench, they've got Bronson Garlic, Tarek Sims, Aaron Penne, uh, and Tyron Wishart, Bronson Garlic, you know, could come off the bench and play hooker, could come off the bench and play in the back row, depending on how they want to use him there. Look, with Tyron Wishart coming onto the bench, I think Tyron Wishart might play dummy half, could play a roaming sort of role in this team as well. And then they've got Tarek Sims, who's usually a back rower, but can play in the middle if you need him to and has over the past few weeks when he's been in this team. Uh, and Aaron Penna, he's not the biggest front rower you've ever seen, but against his old club, I think he's going to have a bit of fire in the belly. Uh, in terms of their outside backs, I love uh, Justin Olam. I think that he's going to be good in this game, quite dominant. And I think he needs to sort of step up in this one. Obviously, got folded against Manly the other week. Uh, coming off a tough loss from them, they're going to have to put in 100% in this game uh, to get a win over the Warriors because I don't think it's going to be easy today. I don't think it's going to be as easy as it has been, obviously, uh, prior to this game. And with the form that the Warriors are in, it's going to be a super tough and physical game for me as well. Justin Olam. Xavier Coates, I love them on that side. I think that's going to be their dangerous edge there, that right-hand side. Um, Cameron Munster at six is going to be the man that makes things happen for me. Him and Nick Meany, that combination has been looking really silky over the past few weeks. I I can't wait to see uh, how Cam Munster goes in this game, and I think that he's going to be a main factor. And, you know, if the Melbourne Storm do win or lose, him and Jerome Hughes as well. Jerome Hughes' kicking game has evolved substantially over the past year or so, so I think that's going to be pivotal in this game as well. You know, pressuring the outside backs, particularly Edward Cozzi with kicks. He's pretty much handled the pressure too, Edward Cozzi, over the past few weeks as well, so uh, no doubt that he'll probably handle it again for the Warriors. Uh, Harry Grant kicking out a dummy half as well, we've seen over the past few weeks. I think that could be so dangerous for the Warriors if they use it the right way. Kicking early in the tackle count if they get good field position, going for 40-20s at a dummy half and putting pressure on guys like Edward Cozzi on the wing there, I think is going to be a really, really main factor and if they win or lose this game. Even pressuring and tiring out, Chance will clock start because we talked about his defense. If you tire him out, it's going to be much easier to run around him or run over him as well if they do break the line, the Melbourne Storm. So I've got Melbourne here. I've got Melbourne head-to-head. It could go either way for me. I think it's going to be a very close game. It might not be, but I think it is going to be a very, very close game in this one and I can't wait to see how they go. But I think Cameron Munster is going to be the main man uh, up against Sean Johnson. 
Johnson, I think, is going to be the main, main man for the Warriors. I uh, love the value at 325 for the Warriors, but I'm going to have to take the Melbourne Storm in terms of how my tips are going uh, and me being eight from eight this weekend. One. Yeah.